Hello, my name is Alex Markley, and I'm inviting you to check out my new podcast. It's a surreal sci-fi comedy series called The Unlikely Adventures of an Improbable Family. It's about a forlorn shell of a man, his egotistical laptop, a cartoon alien fuzzball, and a mysterious woman with telepathic abilities. You can find The Unlikely Adventures on the web at unlikely.show or wherever you find your podcasts. Give it a listen and let me know what you think. And thanks. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Previously on Haunted. Vandenberg Academy is a boarding school. Your parents pretty much have to be richer than God for you to get in. Who's this Kayla that you were speaking to? And how do you know she's reliable? I'm Marcus, by the way. Abigail. That's a really pretty necklace, Raven. What is it? Like a little pyramid? Perception directly affects our reality. Looking at your vitals, you're a very healthy young woman for the most part. The only thing I can see is that you're quite dehydrated. Abigail mentioned that she had a dull headache for the last few days, which can increase in pain at times. Raven wanted to start actually practicing some stuff. I've been worried about her. Lately, she's not acting much. She, she thinks I don't notice what I do. She wanted to use the book to create something. You've put your lot in with her, have you? That's a shame, sir. A real shame. We thought you were going to help us. I'm afraid I can't let you continue. Episode 4 The Lonely Shadows Part 4 of 4 Written by Jamie Evans Marcus. It is Marcus, isn't it? Listen, I just want to talk. Can you do that? Can you talk to me? He's a psychopath. Kayla, please. I'm really sorry about this. These will do. Great. And now he's got scissors. Kayla, I'm going to distract him. Can you escape out the window? He'll kill you. Let me worry about that. Now! Uh, No! Let go of me! I can't let you hurt anybody! Why? Because I'm a monster? Because I'm a freak? No, because I don't believe that you're a killer. I killed Professor Carlton, remember? That's what you all think anyway. I don't believe that you did. Listen, Marcus. You and your friend, Natalie, is it? You went to see Reverend Corbin because you had some questions. Some questions relating to the will of God. Was that right? What would you know about it? More than you might think. Please. God never intended for me to exist. I'm an abomination, a a thing. All I want to do is to be left in peace. That's why I believe you didn't kill Professor Carlton and why I believe you won't kill me. Look, 
The door is right there. I'm not going to stop you. You'll let go of me? Natalie too? Yes, if that's what you want. It is. I could help you. No, 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 you can't. Okay. Catch. What? (coughs) What is this? (coughs) Sorry, it's the eraser from my blackboard. Could you stick it on the shelf over there on your way out for me? James? Is Abigail with you? No. She's wandered off again. I turned my back on her for two seconds and she was gone when I came back. Listen, I'll go look for Abigail. Can you do me a favour? I need you to phone Dan and have him come up to my classroom immediately with a fingerprinting kit. Is that okay? Um, yes. No other police, just Dan. Understand? Yes, I understand. James, please. Listen, I should tell you that if you hurt me, there will be hell to pay, I assure you. Don't think James will just walk away. I wouldn't expect him to. Besides, who said anything about hurting you? You're not going to kill me in some sort of a cult ritual? Not exactly. We wanted to ask for your help. My help? Your friend, James. He's figuring everything out, but he's doing it all wrong. He's looking at it from the wrong angle. Which is? We are the good guys. All the villains think they're the good guys. Well, in this case, it is true. Please, I'm telling you, Kayla must not get her hands on this necklace. Abigail, are you out here? Abigail, are you out here? Come on, it's not cool to not answer your phone. Vanderberg Academy is surrounded on three sides by thick, dense forest. During the daytime it is luscious and green, but in the rapidly darkening sky it seemed... monolithic, like a solid mass of darkness. Surely Abigail wouldn't have gone into the woods. There was no need to, and yet something drew me towards them. It's pitch black out here. It'd be very easy to get lost. I wasn't paying too much attention to the trees around me. After all, they all looked the same in the dark. My mind was wandering to thoughts of Abigail. Dehydration, the doctor had said. I was no medical expert, but that didn't ring true to me. She'd been short-tempered and snappy too, which didn't seem like her. Something was wrong with her. Something she wasn't telling me. Once this was over, I needed to ask her, straight to her face. In fact... Ow! What the hell? What is that? Oh. My worst fears are confirmed. Somebody at the Academy has been experimenting with a very dark magic. I'm currently standing in a clearing in the forest behind the Academy. I've just tripped over a mound of dirt. Looking around me, there are at least uh, four or five of these mounds. They look out of place as it is, but... That isn't what alarms me. In this one, there is the definite shape of an arm moulded into the dirt. This one looks roughly the shape of a human body curled into a fetal position. If that body was a bit less... defined. Oh, no. This one, it... it has a face. Not much of it's left, but there is definitely the bridge of a nose and the ridge of a brow. What? 
Okay, not to make myself panic, it could just be a trick played by my torchlight and the shadow. But that one looked like it just moved a little. But they... They're out here. This... This is a dumping ground. Somebody is messing with something they don't understand. I don't believe it. I'm sorry. I'm very, very sorry. I need to find Abigail right now. Abigail! Abigail! Ow! I'm sorry. Kayla, what are you doing? I was looping back to get you, you dummy. Is Marcus gone? Yes, he is. Come here. Let go of me. You're hurting me. I need to show you something. I've had quite enough of this. Look at this. Don't touch. What is it? Chalk dust. I got his hands covered in it when I made him catch my eraser. Look carefully. Do you know what I see? Or rather, don't see. What? Fingerprints. Marcus has no fingerprints. He's a tulpa, isn't he? You and Raven created him together. Likely his girlfriend, Natalie, as well. She's not his girlfriend. Listen to me, you stupid little girl. Abigail's life is in danger because I haven't paid her the attention I should have. Because I have ignored things I shouldn't have. Until she is safe again, I can assure you I will not be in the mood for your sarcasm or your games. So tell me right now everything that happened. Okay. We were both into the occult. Both practicing with silly little spells. Eventually we wanted to try something big. Creating a thought form. A tulpa. We were tired of having no friends, of being outcasts. So we decided to create friends for ourselves. And how well did that go for you, Kayla? We screwed up a lot. The, the first few, they could barely move. The next lot we created. They were closer to right. They were more like Jewish golems. We couldn't create flesh, so we were sculpting them out of mud and clay and animating that with the ritual. They were slow, stupid, and most of them fell apart. We dissolved them out in the woods. There were times I wanted to give up, but Kayla wanted us to push forwards. We were trying to find every occult book we could to find out what we had done wrong. Then one day, we met him. Where? Where did you meet him? We travelled up to Manchester for a conference. There were talks given by different people in the field. He was there. Did he give you a name? No, he just said he was a friend and wanted to help us. He said he knew we were serious about our efforts. How could he have known that? Who did you and Raven tell? Nobody, I swear. He said he'd seen it in a vision. He said he wanted to help. He gave us the necklace, the Pythagorean prism. He said it would help us to focus our thoughts, strengthening them so we can create true tulpas and not the golems. You created Marcus and Natalie. They're so real, James. They talk, they think, and they bleed. Marcus had a nosebleed earlier today. That's right, but Raven just wanted them for revenge. She just wanted to use them to get back at everyone who was mean to us. You said Natalie and Marcus can think. Why are they going along with this? Because she has the prism. They're essentially bound to her. We need to get the prism. We must keep the Pythagorean prism. That's an insane story. It's true, though, what she said. I was created from nothing. I have no parents, no birth, and no history. I was created from the prism and from Raven and Kayla's thoughts. This... This is unreal. I thought you'd always wanted to witness something supernatural. Something inexplicable. That's what you always say on your podcast. I do, I do. yes, of course I do. 
You have to admit that this is a lot to swallow. I'm afraid you have to swallow it, and fast. When I found Marcus in the bathroom talking to himself with his nose bleeding. That will have been Kayla. Although she doesn't have the prism, she still has some control over us. She can still hurt us. What about the voices I heard, right before I passed out? You heard a voice? Yeah, it was... it was really faint, but I definitely heard it. Could Kayla have been doing that? I doubt it. She never could before. And after we fell out, she left most of her occult books here. I suppose it could be a trick she learned elsewhere, though. What did the voice say? It kept repeating itself over and over. What did it say? Let me in. Did you find Abigail? She's with a friend. Don't worry, I'm going to get her back. Are you okay? Yes, I'm fine, thank you. Just a little stressed. That's understandable. Can I borrow your phone? Yes, here it is. I'll make us some tea. If you can get them to meet us, I can get the prison back from them. Are you sure? If Raven brings Marcus and Natalie, we'll be outnumbered. Don't worry. I know how to handle them. Okay. Hello? Abigail, are you okay? Yeah, 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 um... I've uncovered more evidence. I think I know exactly what is going on. Can you meet me? I'm kind of busy at the moment. With Raven, yes, I know. I want you to bring her as well and Marcus and Natalie if they're with you. James, what you think you might know might not be the truth. I found some evidence of my own. Don't worry, Abigail. I'll take care of it all. Do you trust me? Yes. Where shall we meet you? Let's meet in the East Courtyard. Neutral ground. We'll be there. We're on. Okay. Let's go. Are you insane? We can't go there. We have to. James needs to know what's going on. How do you know you can trust him? Kayla's probably already spun her web and got him on side. James isn't that easy to fool. You have a lot of faith in him. Yeah, I do. In my experience, nobody's worthy of having that much faith placed in them. Then what else do you suggest? This would be our best opportunity, and even if Kayla does have James, we will outnumber them. Does that make you feel better? I don't know. We just... We need to... She's right. We need to end this now. Marcus! Whoa, I knew they were together! Do you see how they look at each other? This is what Kayla wants to stop. Kayla wants the talkers to be entirely subservient to her. She wants them to think the way she does, do what she wants them to do. We created the talkers to try and give ourselves friends. Kayla created Marcus to be the ideal, popular boyfriend she'd always wanted. When she realised that the talkers had their own emotions, she was furious. She's not stable, Abigail. I know she's just a teenage girl, but believe me, we can't underestimate her. What about you, Raven? Didn't it bother you? Why did you create them? I won't pretend to be entirely innocent. I wanted to feel popular, to have my own group of friends, to stick it to all those people who ever called us names or made us feel bad. I saw that they had feelings, thoughts, free will. If they wanted to leave me, I would let them because they are real. I don't have the right to rule them. Okay, then let's go and put an end to this once and for all. Otherwise, you lot are always going to be looking over your shoulders. Okay. Let's do it. Hold up. 
Hello, my name is Alex Markley, and I'm inviting you to check out my new podcast. It's a surreal sci-fi comedy series called The Unlikely Adventures of an Improbable Family. It's about a forlorn shell of a man, his egotistical laptop, a cartoon alien fuzzball, and a mysterious woman with telepathic abilities. You can find The Unlikely Adventures on the web at unlikely.show or wherever you find your podcasts. Give it a listen and let me know what you think. And thanks. Abigail, are you okay? I'm okay. James, listen. That girl is not who you think she is. You know, I think that this school is quite growing on me. Excuse me? Well, murderous students aside, of course. It's a lovely building, and the oxygen up here at this higher altitude... Ah, doesn't it just make you feel more alive? Is there a point to this, old man? Yes, actually there is. This courtyard is my favourite part of the building. I noticed it when we first got here. It's perfectly located so that, on a night like this, the moonlight directly illuminates the whole space. What is he going on about, Abby? I'm not sure. It's also directly overlooked by the old bell tower, which is obviously empty now. There's a light on up there. Is there? Oh, yes. Silly me, I forgot. That's just good old Deputy Dan doing me a favour. Dan! Right now, he has a rifle aimed at all of us. Seeing as neither side can agree on who the bad guy is, I think it's best that you give the Pythagorean prism to me now. You can't give it to her. I won't. It's a dangerous antique. It belongs in a secure vault and not in the hands of a group of outcast students. No offence. If you really were innocent, you wouldn't have a problem with this, Raven. How dare you? It's okay, Raven. Trust him. He's the expert. I hope Abby's faith in you isn't misplaced. I'll try my best to prove that it isn't. Now, you two need a serious talking to. What the hell did you think you were doing? What sort of arrogance possessed you to think you could create life from scratch, hmm? I can tell that neither of you put much stock in it to begin with. I found the remains of your failed attempts in the woods. Those were just golems. They were still alive. They might not have been as advanced as the lovebirds here, but they were still creatures. It was reckless of both of you to bring them into this world like this. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, James. It was irresponsible. Please, sir, what's going to happen to us now? Are you going to kill us? I see you've been bleeding, young man. Very realistic. They've done a good job imitating humans. Missing some finer details, of course. Like what? Fingerprints. What? Oh, you clever man. That's what your trick with the eraser was about. No fingerprints in the chalk dust. I had to be sure. Are you going to kill us? I wasn't sure if without Raven or Kayla holding you together through the necklace, you might just crumble away. You seem to be holding together very solidly, though. Tell me, what do you want? To live. Is that all? Just to live? I don't want much, Mr. Hunter. I don't need fame or fortune or anything like that. I just want a place in the world. And you? I just want to be with Natalie. I love you. I love you too. Oh, please stop that. So we get to live? Is that your decision? It was never my decision to begin with. 
Life is life. It belongs only to itself. That's the mistake that you made when you create... Don't move a fucking muscle. Kayla. Do anything I don't like and the golem snaps precious little Abigail's neck. Understand? You've played your hand too soon, Kayla. Deputy Dan can put a bullet through your head faster than the golem can kill Abigail. It isn't like Marcus and Natalie. Without your connection, it will collapse into dirt and stones. This isn't my only golem, silly man. Your friend Dan has already been taken care of. You bitch. Wait until I get you. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Okay, you win. What do you want? The prism. Give it to me. Please, don't hurt Natalie and Marcus. Shut up and give it to me, before I snap her neck. Don't, James! Three. Abigail, I have no choice. Two. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. One. Okay, okay. Here it is. Here. Take it. You're better than this. You know that, right? You're such a smart girl. Surely you can see that they deserve to live. They never wronged you. You have all wronged me. Ah! Abigail! Are you okay? What is it? Are you hurt? Talk to me. Told you she was a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. 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 What is it? Are you hurt? Talk to me. Nat. Nat. Oh. What? No! No, 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 no! <coughs> my, my insides are burning. Oh, they hurt so much! She's killing them. She's erasing them from existence. Why does it hurt so much? Ah! Think! Come on, think! James, do something! I don't know what to do! Ah! Shit! I'm bleeding again! Ah! Blood. Blood! Pain! Nerves! You have a fully functioning nervous system! Good to know! No, no, listen to me. Listen. It hurts so much because you are real. Do you understand me? You are real! You're not those golems. You are not just tulpas. You are flesh and blood and alive. She gave us life. She gave you life, but she can't take it away. Fight her! She is not your god! You, you are each other's gods. Love is your god. Look at each other. Look at how much you love one another. Think of the future you were going to have together. Tell me about it. Raven, get over here. I wanted to live in the country. No one around for miles. With a dog? Two two dogs and a cat. A cat? Ah, fine, fine. A, A cat. And fish? Won't the cat eat the fish? Not if we don't let it. We'll have plants too, lots of plants. So that's two dogs, a cat, fish, and plants. And a baby. A, a baby. We, we can't, can we? Can we even? I believe in us. Come here. Aha! Yes! Kinda gross, but yes. Raven, Raven, come here. My head, she hit me. No time for that now. Listen to me. She's trying to destroy them, but they're fighting back. I need you to help them. She has the prism. I know. They can't win, but they can hold out long enough for me to stop her. Help them. Okay. Good girl. Abigail! Abby! No! Abigail! Kayla, don't you touch her! Abigail! Ah! James! 
Something grabbed me. What happened? No time. Abigail is in trouble. Go down to the courtyard and look after the children you find there, okay? Try and call Cheryl. Got it? Got it. Stop! You're too late. Both of you. Abigail! James, this chick has lost it. Abigail! Kayla, listen to me. No, you listen to me. People are going to listen to me for a change. Okay, okay, we'll listen. Just please be careful of the edge. They're trying to frighten me. It won't work. I can't be frightened now. I have the power. Me. I'm going to start anew. With the Pythagorean prison to help me and without Raven's influence. This time, I'll create the family I need. If you create living beings, Kayla, they're going to have free will. That's just a fact. You can't make somebody love you. Then I'll take their free will. They don't need it. Most people waste it anyway. You've seen them. In this school, the sheep, no aspirations, no goals, only caring about who snogged who and wore what to prom. All happy to go over the narrative and never question it. Each one empty-headed and trying to copy verbatim what teachers tell them. As soon as one of us has a different thought or a different point of view, we get put down. Don't question the narrative, or you'll be punished. This is about more than just Professor Colton, isn't it? Oh, do you think? You could never know what it's like to be me. To have the drive, the ability, but to be born in the wrong place at the wrong time. To parents who don't even want you. Shipped around from family to family where you're nothing more than a property, a plaything, something to use until you're bored. You could never know what that's like. I can I do. Believe me. But it doesn't give you the right to take their lives. I gave them their lives. They were supposed to be my friends. They were supposed to love me. Nobody can expect love unconditionally. I know it would be nice if we could, but that defeats the purpose. I am so sorry for everything that has happened to you until now. But do you know how good things happen? Do you know how bad things stop? How the cycle ends? Somebody takes a stand. Somebody who has suffered themselves more than most could ever know stands up and says no. Not anymore. This is where it ends. You can't just create life and end it because it isn't the way you wanted it to be. Because it isn't convenient. What you can do is make their lives better. You can be the bigger person, Kayla. Please, Kayla, be the bigger person. It's not fair. It's not. You're so lucky, Abigail. All I want is a friend who looks at me the way he looks at you. Kayla, Kayla, be careful. The edge is right there. He said it would work. He said they'd love me. Kayla, please, just come away from the edge. He said you'd show up. He said he knew you so well. He knew you'd show up for the prison. Who? Who gave it to you? He warned me about you. He said you'd make a big speech and try to make me think it's all right. You don't care about me, though. You only care about this. Take it. Whatever's next can't be as cruel as this. No! Kayla! There you go. You're all cleaned up. Would you like another drink? No, thank you, Mrs Corbin. You both look like you need some sleep. I'm not sure we will be able to. We were hoping to speak to Mr Hunter again, if that's possible. I'm afraid James has left. After what happened, he... Well, I don't think he's too great with death, to be honest. Can I ask you something about God? Of course. He told you 
what we are. You are children of God. But we were made from... One of God's children. Everything that is and was and ever will be is here because he wills it. Sometimes we can't quite see why he makes things play out the way that he does. But it is always him and it is always for a reason. He loves you as much as he loves anyone. Does that answer what you were going to ask? Yes, thank you. What are you going to do now? I can speak to the headmaster, try and get you proper places in the academy. I'm not quite sure how to explain the situation, but we can think of something. Uh, it's OK, Mrs Corbyn, thanks. We're actually going to take off, just the two of us. Travel around a bit and try and work out the world and where we belong in it. Well, I think that's a splendid idea. That's all we have time for today, dear listeners, but I hope you've enjoyed listening to our tales of terror. As always, tune in next week for another episode of The Haunted Podcast. Oh, hi, James, come in. I'm done recording. Great work today, right? That's another one for us to add to the file. Though I actually feel sort of bad for Kayla, you know. What? What is it? When were you going to tell me? What are you talking about? That's my sketchbook. Give it back. Were you ever going to tell me? What? You've been acting strange for a while now. So after our conversation this morning, before we headed out to Vandenberg, I snuck into your room and took a look at your sketch pad. Imagine my shock when instead of finding, I don't know, podcast notes or sketches of metal band logos or fricking unicorns, I find these. These are the same compulsive symbols we found with nearly every single victim of the signal. The headaches you've been getting. That's it too, isn't it? That's why you've been blasting music in your ears every chance you get. Stop it! It started, hasn't it? The voices. You're trying to drown them out. Slow them down like Mark said you could, but it hasn't slowed them down for long, has it? Please, stop! When did you hear it? Why didn't you tell me? It was when we had Melissa down here. I didn't tell you because I thought I could solve it. I thought I could impress you. Impress me? Impress me by getting yourself killed? By potentially getting everyone around you killed? It's just you're my hero and I wanted you to be proud of me when I solved it. I thought we would solve it together. Then then you would save me. Well, imagine how fucking disappointed I was when I realised you're nothing more than a drunken has-been. You are nothing more than an immature child. You think you read some books and you do your little podcast that you would somehow get to be a hero and save the world. It doesn't work that way. Don't try and put the blame for this on me. You've been desperate to see a ghost for years. You've been latching on to them ever since we met. You saw an opportunity to see ghosts like Melissa did and you jumped at the chance. Well, I'm looking at a ghost right now and let me tell you it's a disappointment. That's all you are, you know. A ghost. A man who sits around full of regret and whiskey and self-pity. Who can't even look up for a second to see beyond his own selfish existence. Can't take joy or excitement in anything. You're basically dead, James. Well! This is where you learn that your actions have consequences, Abigail. 
You listened to the signal without a second thought because you believed that I would come and save you. Well, guess what? I can't save you. I can't. I had faith in you. Faith is foolish. I learned that a long time ago. And now you'll learn it too. Where are you going? Away. I'm not going to stand around here and watch you die. James! James, come back! You can't! You can't! Oh my god. Starring Jamie Evans as James Hunter and Isabella Barbieri as Abigail Corbin. With special guest Luke Hunter as Dan Cavill and Tess Gusted as Cheryl Corbin. Also featuring Madeline Rigby, Faith Everett, Rachel Calton, Tom Bentley. Narration by David Anthony Green. Opening and closing themes by James Crow. Haunted, the audio drama, is created by Jamie Evans, with all episodes produced and directed by Jamie Evans and Benton Hodges. Audio engineering by Benton Hodges, Charles Topping and Jamie Evans. Haunted is a production of Impala Films and is recorded at Free Sprite Media Studios, with special thanks to Duncan Newham for equipment support. Thank you for listening to this audio presentation. Come back next week for the next terrifying chapter of Haunted, the audio drama. Hello, my name is Alex Markley, and I'm inviting you to check out my new podcast. It's a surreal sci-fi comedy series called The Unlikely Adventures of an Improbable Family. It's about a forlorn shell of a man, his egotistical laptop, a cartoon alien fuzzball, and a mysterious woman with telepathic abilities. You can find The Unlikely Adventures on the web at unlikely.show or wherever you find your podcasts. Give it a listen and let me know what you think. And thanks. Thanks.